Hello and welcome to Side Dish, your podcast about Longmont, all the stuff you want to know and very little that you need to know. I am Eric Ozempa. And I'm Brady Steffel. Hey, welcome in, Brady. How are things going? Oh, things is going. They're all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You? Uh, how are things in the Hosempa household? Good. Busy, but good. Yeah, we're kind of getting ready for our trip. We're headed to the south, you know, where the Delta variant. <laughs> we're going to the Delta, Oof. where the Delta variant is uh, prevalent. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard a thing about, is it Louisiana doing the worst, basically, right now? It's, it's like, I think it's there. Arkansas. Yeah, I thought it was, I heard, take I your think pick. that. Yeah, take your pick. It's, Arkansas, it's, Louisiana. Actually, Florida's terrible, so, yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. There's a lot yep. down there. They're saying you can't have mask mandates and stuff. Um, I think it was Louisiana. There was a governor was on saying that he's they're reinstituting theirs. And I'm wondering if we'll wind up back there. I don't know. It's it's a tough one because around here cases have spiked. Um, yeah. but it's largely affecting people who aren't vaccinated. So if you haven't been vaccinated, this is us, this is me, at least Eric can speak for himself. Again <laughs> saying go. You know, yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, go take care of yourself. Go take care of others. Go get um, because it's so, it's up yeah. it's up pretty dramatically. Um, and they're saying that like ninety six plus percent of people who are admitted to the hospital are unvaccinated. Absolutely. So that that's pretty lame. Um, so I am I'm wondering what's going to happen. I think we're still in the like the clear, um, and we're at that seventy nine percent of uh, people over the age of twelve have been vaccinated with at least one dose, and it's like seventy four seventy five percent have two doses uh, in Boulder County. So Boulder County is actually doing pretty well, but in spite yeah. of that, our, our numbers are going up because it's ripping through communities that are not. Well, and again, you've got, you know, if we put a wall around our town, then we probably could stay safe. But the fact is, is you have people influxing in from different areas of the country, different counties that aren't as yeah. vaccinated. So, yeah, you're going to get that. You're going to get that exposure. Um, the one thing I would say is, is you know, uh, Jake, who's a, who's a good friend of mine, um, was telling me, you know, his kid's under 12 and... Yep. You know, he's got two kids and he's wearing a mask again just because he wants yep. to keep them safe. Keep and the kids safe. so he's fully vaccinated. I've actually started wearing my mask again in like King Supers and larger areas. And yeah, I indoors. have just, so. you, know, you, hear, you hear everybody saying like, oh, da, 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 da. And it's like, I never loved it. I wasn't like, oh, it, it makes me feel oppressed or anything. I didn't feel like I couldn't breathe. But it's, you know, I, I wish that we uh, as a community could all come together. V- Vermont, I think, has the highest rate in the country and they have like three cases in the entire state. Yeah, well, let's talk about the average age in Vermont. Anyway, um, but up, um, but uh, uh, <laughs> buy real estate cheap out there. People aren't going to be needed anywhere. <laughs> That's right. No. So, um, yeah, we just encourage people to get vaccinated. I mean, really, it's, you know. Yep. yep. Go it's, take, it's time, you know, and some places are paying a hundred bucks. So, yeah. you know, can't Watch say that, that that's true about here, but I know that uh, in different states you're getting. Yeah. Some of our listeners are from different areas around the country. So wherever you are, you know, certainly go out and take care of yourself. Go get your micro. And those of others, the lives. Of yeah. Others, so. so, hey, we had a, a discus thrower throw a far discus. Yes. It was awesome. Those? Silver Creek. Yeah. yeah. I heard about it last night from listener John. So yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, she broke a record, I guess. Uh, 26 year old out distance all of her competitors at the discus finals when she threw for six or 68.98 meters, the best throw in Olympic history. So uh, I'm going to shout out by going unmitigated kudos to you. But the, the language of the article was a little funny because they're like, she nailed it the first try and it took the competitor uh, five tries to get even as close. And it's like, 
then it goes on to say that she's sort of like she fouled on the next couple and it's like i mean you just take the best one you know like you go well, exactly it's kind of funny it's like you don't you know it doesn't matter she had like what six tries five tries whatever it is to do yeah. whatever and so she nailed it the first one yeah so like then you could just cruise who cares if you scratch the rest well of you the could floor. yeah you could who throw cares? it into the parking yeah. lot yeah <laughs> throw it into the parking lot it doesn't matter at that point exactly. um but it's yeah then she follows they make it this big huff over it's like well you know unmitigated congratulations that's very yeah. cool to have um what's her name uh da, 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 da. I, I had it uh yeah. valerie almond so yeah. congratulations awesome. it's very cool it's really Games cool spread all the places pretty neat for for longmont i should i should have been watching the olympics <laughs> so are you an olympics watcher just kind of on a side curious i used to be a lot i used to really like it and then a lot of stuff came out about like kind of how weird the whole scene is and how yeah. japan was i mean uh, ostensibly wanted the Olympics uh, however many years ago they signed up for it and then the pandemic and then the people in the cities didn't want you know they don't they didn't want it anymore and then the way that some things have been treated and how doping is treated and how the international communities are allowed in when they're really breaking some egregious rules and stuff so oh but the spirit of the games I love that I I love people hyping it up I really just like watching the events I don't need all of the like every other swimmer's like backstory it's like so-and-so came from a little yeah. rural village you know it's like, <laughs> exactly. like that's great you know like uh, but let's just no. see the swimming because it's 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 awesome to watch people in, at the top of their game yeah. uh, performing at that level whether they succeed or they fail it's just really cool to watch that level of performance absolutely um, no it's fantastic i have to say there's something lost in the fact and maybe i'm just a grouchy old man but you know years ago it used to be live and then they would just switch events you know they'd yep. be like oh let's go swimming we're gonna cut away and go to gymnastics we're gonna cut away and go to blah mm-hmm. blah and i just really love the energy of that and it was yep. live and it was really cool and now it's it's hard to you know and i know a lot of people listeners who are going to be like i can't believe you don't watch and it, I have to be honest, I haven't watched a thing. I haven't so, watched this yeah. year. Um, I'm not, you know, against it. I'm against some of the way that it's treated commercially and like how the IOC handles some of the stuff. But I do love all the competition. I love the summer ones more. That said, like biathlon and stuff with like, skiing and shooting, like no, there's nothing lunatic- better than that. That's cool. Yeah. What a lunatic thing. And it's just like, <laughs> this is great. I I love this. Like the balance of skiing like crazy and then needing to be able to to shoot. Like that's yeah. nuts because your adrenaline's up. You're, yeah. you know, like you're shaking from all the indoor. Like everything is just ramped up, and then you have to sit and like calmly plink out some shots, some skill shots. But you know, breakdance cool. is coming as an Olympic sport. I think it might be this year or the next right. Olympics. And I'm like, huh? I, some I'm of the things sure they about... have, and some of the things they have. You know, I'm like synchronized platform diving. To me, yeah. that's like an act of bravery, and it certainly is an Olympic sport. Rises to that occasion, but who thinks of that? You know what? You ju- you dive from this gigantic platform and then you follow, yeah. you know, in synchroni- synchronization. Yeah, they did it next to each other, not like one after. No, the I next. know that's what I mean. They're, oh, they're next to like, each other. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you're you're separated by. Like, no, I know. I, I I made a bad a bad story, but anyway, they're doing it simultaneously. Yeah, it's it's. I, there's some weird ones. I think poetry used to be in in the old. Maybe that was like back when the Olympics were a thing. You know, in, in the before times, um, two thousand years ago or whatever. But um. That it's still it's it's a cool scene. I I wish that it was easier to watch. I wish that it was more of a because I don't think I could even watch it. Like I used to have to log in through my dad's Comcast account to watch it. And it's like I just it's just so much work. Shouldn't this be a thing that we just get to watch? Um, and it's very commercialized. What are you demanding? Just, free TV? How crazy? How outrageous? Yeah, come on. Well, I mean, <laughs> there's some stuff. It's like this is like a national event, you know? Yeah. And it's like 
I would I'd pay a few bucks to watch it if it were easy, but then a lot of that stuff gets really convoluted. It's just a lot of yeah. work. So we have been watching that. Uh, we're watching our our League of Legends as we do, and uh, nice. our other shows. Watching the old Jeremy. Do you ever watch uh, the old? God, we should talk about Longmont eventually. Do you ever watch Jeremy Brett's Sherlock Holmes? No, I don't think so. No, oh I was God. I was a Benedict Cumberbatch kind of guy. So Jer- yeah. oh, Jeremy Brett. Um, this is years ago. This is like from the I think the late eighties and early nineties. Oh, okay. No, amazing. Amazing. Did you ever, did like you ever see the Benedict Cumberbatch one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah those are a little yeah. off the rails. Um, yeah, yeah. They're modern. This is set like old timey, very well. He's amazing. He's uh, by many people considered to be the best Holmes that's ever met because there's he's extremely manic and like you know he's just slumped in his chair smoking and somebody shows up and they're like somebody was murdered and he's like who cares it's so boring and then <laughs> and that's the way he is that's the way that he is in the stories and then um, all of a sudden he's like ah but. Their their brooch went missing, and it's like, ha! Huh! And for some reason, that just engages him, and he just it's like exciting, flies yeah. off the couch, and he's like, I don't need any money. I'm taking the case. Um, and it's it's fun. He's so like spastic and energetic, but like captures that. Oh, well. cool! What so, was it again? I'm sorry. Who is it again? It's it's Jeremy Brett. Jeremy Brett. And this is yeah. Well, he's he's great. He's really really great. Okay, I have to check it out. Yeah. So there's actually playlists on YouTube if you're. Um, yeah. But that's that's my recommendation if you, if you like Tudor Monastery Farm. I know I was going to say Sandy just loved that recommendation, but I like you Tudor wanna, Monastery Farm. You want to watch 30 35 year old TV? Uh yeah, have I got not? something if I got something for you. I'll tell you, you know, um we are fans of a series that came out in the 70s called it was Lord Peter Whimsey, so Dorothy Sayers books of of uh, detective and we just love them. There's like six of them and they're just they're hysterical, but we oh. we we watch them. Kind of religiously. Check that out. In the winter, it's good stuff. Um, hey, Longmont so, spraying for mosquitoes Thursday. Woohoo! Yeah, not great. Yeah. I have noticed that they've been down. I don't know if it's because they they started spraying, which we mentioned, or if um if it's just because it's dried out. So <laughs> he just really dried. Yeah. yeah, he just burned a little little turds <laughs> to dust. Um, but there, I was really bad for a while. Even a couple few oh, weeks ago, horrible. It was, it was bad. horrible. I was getting eaten alive, and then just lately, I just feel like I haven't seen them. But they're um they're they're doing it again out in the jim ham nature area sandstone ranch union reservoir great western mill village uh many places um so 10 different locations so they're doing that they're keeping up on that yeehaw cool happy awesome. happy longmont news yeah and basically i found out if you can kind of keep walking and moving you can kind of run away from them but, oh yeah, they they you're pretty good, but if you're sitting out back in your nice yeah. little space, they, yeah. they're gonna carry you know, away. To me, the two favorite play two favorite times of the year in Colorado are spring, before yep. the mosquitoes come out and fall after they've died. We've had our yep. first frost. Or yep. Yeah, yep, I agree. Cool. It's pretty nice. Um, let's see. I heard about the sinkhole on fifteenth. I don't know. Yeah, if you heard about the sinkhole. I did. Yeah. What do you got? Yeah. Tell us about the Nothing. sinkhole. <laughs> have anything all i have is i just saw that there was a sinkhole on 15th during uh, longmont closed the stretch of 15th avenue monday morning after a stormwater main collapsed and caused a sinkhole 15th yeah. was expected to be closed uh throughout traffic between fisk court and denison court overnight possibly until 4 30 p.m sinkholes are crazy because it's like they happen because like water flows underground and it displaces a bunch of the sediment on top and then all of a sudden it collapses and they're honestly terrifying because they could just show up anywhere. No, it's I, like a brain aneurysm. You just don't know. Like you no, just walk along and you fall over a sinkhole. Yeah, when I lived in New York City in the late eighties, nineties, um, there was like sinkholes that would just open up and they'd be massive. 
I mean, yeah. you'd be walking outside and all of a sudden you'd see like this block area with this pit in the middle of it where just all of a sudden it collapsed and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, and people would die and yeah, you know, it's like, okay, well, part of the uh, struggle of living in the city. Yeah. So apparently just, now we can feel like we're a metropolis because apparently we're having. Sleep. Yeah. You, you never know where the ground's going to open and swallow you up. So <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so uh, the, the Fox theater, Boulder theater, along with Eggie theater and Fort Collins will all be, well, will all require concert goers beginning Saturday to show proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test yeah. within 72 hours. The venues also ask for everyone to wear masks. So a little redundant. The headline is the story. On that, um, there's it. I found this on Twitter, um, and as you would expect in the Twitter sphere, uh, there's dissenting opinions on whether this this is a good thing or this just means literally the end of days. Yeah. Um, yeah. But ultimately, I would say, yep, uh, it's a bit redundant with the mask. And uh, now that the Delta variant is here and is ripping through communities, I kind of get it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it 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 makes sense. And there's been a push toward employers um demanding vaccinations as well for employment which mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is very controversial but yep. maybe the only way we get to herd community in a meaningful way so <laughs> there we are yeah no it's a it is an interesting debate that's for sure i mean to me it's like you know get the vaccine don't worry about it and then you can go wherever you want for the most yep. part so you, you just know, do hey. as you please but uh yeah um, one of the things I wanted to mention, too, is that the Longmont 150, uh, 150th anniversary of Longmont, they're having the exhibit over at Longmont Museum, and the reception is this Friday. They're having an opening reception. Um, you can buy tickets on the Longmont Museum website, but essentially what it is is 6 to 8 p.m. Um, go, go to the museum's outdoor courtyard to celebrate the 150th anniversary of Longmont's founding and the opening of our new exhibit, Longmont 150. We'll have um, live music under the star, the gazebo. Sorry, maybe it's the stars and a gazebo. But anyway, uh, Gypsy Jazz. <laughs> I'm trying to read this because it's so small. An American swing band, Espresso. And two 1950s era uh, La France fire engines out, France, out front. La France fire engines. 1950s era brand, American La France fire engines. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, La, Fran La France. La France. So uh, I'm guessing that they're just very old timey looking. <laughs> I don't think there's anything innately French about them. It's probably the, the, the model or the make, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> don't mess this. Yeah. So their final thought, though, they're inviting you to, to dress in your favorite decade. So which decade would oh. you choose? Oh, like like the twenties, yeah, yeah, like flappers yeah. and yeah, like, zoot suits um, and whatever. Yeah, well, maybe not a zoot suit. Zoot suits. Uh, I do. I thing, I I love. I do love like Art Deco. That whole scene. If I I would love to do more with that in my house. I think that there's great stuff. We have a, a house from the forties, so it doesn't really jive. It was yeah. sort of cute cottage. You've been in here, uh, you know, coved doorways and and stomp finishes and stuff. We don't have the smooth surfaces to apply like a crazy wallpaper or something like that. It just doesn't really fit motif wide, but I, I think that that's really cool. Um, so probably that plus all the like the green and then there's, yeah. So there's Belle Epoque too. So what is it? It's like that. And then I think Belle Epoque is the 1890s. Yeah. And there's yeah the green with the fairies and stuff. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff. I, I enjoy both of those. So, so you're basically like one with like affluent times in our history, like overly abundant, you know, they were, like, I mean, they have the cool wealth, or, the wealth, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah, yeah. uh, you know, what, <laughs> 
what I really like is the Great Depression look. Uh, I don't even like wear a. Toe. Well, you have a Depression era house, buddy. Yeah, no, I mean it's all I can afford. I got to put my toe rag on and stand in line for the soup kitchen in my my Goodwill jacket. You know, it's like, well, what are you gonna do? Um, the fifties. I mean, the fifties weren't really much to write home about, were they? They were just kind of. No, everybody it's actually very and... dramatic about it. What the changes that happened in the fifties? Everybody, everybody always thinks they were very pedestrian, but a lot of things happened. You know, James, well, I mean, Dean, but Elvis Presley. Yeah, as but, far I mean, as fashion and clothing, it was pretty pretty significant. Marilyn Monroe. Well, yeah. well, I mean, if you have a dress like Marilyn Monroe, but a lot of the men were still wearing suits, as I understand. I don't oh, know. of course, yeah. yeah. And then the sixties jump. You know, that's very defined. The seventies are very defined. The yeah. The eighties also, and um, you know, yeah. I grew up in the nineties, and that's coming back, and it's like. So what is you know, definitive of the 90s? I'm curious. Oh, God. Massive pants. And man, just massive. And I think that's when mom jeans were a thing. Oh, yeah. Really high yeah. waist. Yeah, giant those high waist are, jeans. Yeah, yeah, those are coming back. Um, and then what tie-dye, I think, was sort of already on a loop. And that might be coming back. I don't, yeah. I'm not like a, you know, but probably big glasses again, too, I think was was big in the 90s. Yeah. Um, depending on which part of the 90s you were in. Um, but, yeah, so we're we're. You know, I the ni- the '90s. I think will be better than the '2000s because, like, the whole Limp Biscuit, uh, Fred Durst look, and like yeah. that sort of that sort of thing. I'm gonna be even so. Worse. Grunge was in the was it the '90s? Grunge too? was '90s oh, as well. Yeah, yeah the yeah. flannel and yeah, the holes yeah. in the jeans. We had a '90s party for uh, the Christmas thing. My wife's work this last year and it was or maybe it was the year before and i i found my game boy from the 90s oh my and, uh, god i have i have a, yeah. a shirt i have like a smashing pumpkin shirt from when i was a kid i wore nice um, yeah so it was pretty good yeah but yeah there you go uh what else do you want to talk about miko's opening <sighs> ostensibly sometimes yeah and miko is the uh i was gonna look up we were gonna effort on this um well, the article that I read said that they're either open already or they're going to open about the 7th. So it was the 1st of the 7th is what they were aiming for. I haven't swung by downtown to find out. Uh, but this is where they make the cheddar cheese crackers in the back. So I'm guessing some sort of high-grade Ritz. that Or not Ritz, but Cheez-Its. Mm, Cheez-Its, yeah. It's a trademark there. Um, but anyway, homemade five-ingredient cheddar cheese crackers packaged and sold in bulk, as well as eco-friendly individual packages and sold locally. Yeah, I mean, Cheez-Its is, is a trademark, but also so is Frisbee. That's true. It's, yeah. I think it's technically like a novelty fly. Well, so it's really, everybody calls it Kleenex and Scotch tape, even though those yep. are brand names. Too. And in, in, in Europe, they call it the Hoover. But I think that it's actually like the, the novelty flying disc. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my friend always calls it. He's like, Frisbee's trademark. So I call it the novelty flying disc. Uh, I don't know if that's actually true. If that's some Simpsons quote that he's pulling out that I don't, I don't remember. But, uh, but there you go. So that, and then it sounds like they're gonna have coffee in the front, um, powered by Nimbus beans. So they'll have Nimbus coffee roaster beans in there, and then um, it, they'll have some. Um, they're gonna sell local artisans stuff in there. So yeah, it kind of made us sound like a little a little baby mall type of experience. If you want to go in and go Christmas shopping there and it'll just have you know like your 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 knitted mittens and your your buttons or i don't know what people want to me probably more than just an Etsy shop but um you know ostensibly yeah you know what's cool about this place is like uh just a, the backstory is is that they they kind of do the crackers or did the crackers it was released in the fall of 2019 as an additional revenue stream for their now retired food truck oh yeah um yeah the cheesy I think, crackers took off and I t- pretty I told the bedpost yeah. story on air. That was on air, right? The last yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Where the, the bed, the, the furniture store that I worked at, like the owners had what I understand was a head shop. And then they sold these like <laughs> throw on the floor style water mattresses or something. And those yeah. sold better than the, 
the pot gear and then they said there's something in this and then they opened a, a sister business next door and eventually phased the pot store out and it was funny because in the in the, the in the bed store and the furniture it was a furniture store not just the bed store we would have uh japanese maple trees which oh, yeah. Yeah. have a striking resemblance to pot plants yeah but they were like yeah. fake plastic ones everywhere yeah. and it was like yeah. i was like they know that these things look like pot shops right? <laughs> or pot plants right they're like they used to own a head shop they know exactly what they're doing <laughs> so that was pretty funny well it's cool because these are these crackers are already out there at simply bulk um a bunch of other places too left-hand brewing long tucky cheese importers um cured rayback collective i mean a few places in boulder as well and oh yeah um so it's it's pretty darn cool i gotta try it i'm you know i'm kind of all in on a cheese cracker so you know i'll tell you i loved gold fit like my dad worked in a restaurant years and years ago and a rep came by with goldfish crackers i think when they were like crazy new yeah. and he like dumped yeah. off out like one of the court things yeah, and my dad, you know, because like my dad would take me to the restaurant, leave me in the office, and then do some managerial stuff, and he left me with this thing. <laughs> I got so sick. I felt like like my my mouth was burned apart, not from like it being burning, but I just ate so much of that weird dried cheese. I had this tangy, yeah. burny yeah. flavor in my mouth, and I I I hate cheese. It's I hate goldfish crackers. I was all in for an afternoon, though. I'll tell you that. I uh, was whole hog on the things. I don't do them anymore. I'm sure that they're really good. If you like that stuff, I'm sure Miko is excellent. But I, I personally yeah. pass on cheese crackers. You're going to pass on cheese crackers. That's, that's, that's cool. just me. Yeah. I had a bad experience yeah. as a kid when I was <laughs> ill-supervised and allowed to just plow through an entire thing. It's like me and Skittles. You know, in, in high school, I used to like eat a package of Skittles for lunch instead of lunch. Yeah. Because the, I don't know, it was the geography class was selling them to so you go on a trip to washington dc and i'd yeah. have those and eat a few of them and then i'd have a later lunch and i'd be like now an idea of a skittle is just so mm-hmm. revolting and has mm-hmm. it ever been so yeah I mean, um let's see moving mean? right along from cheese crackers so uh but you know kudos to the guys we should try to effort to get them on because two young yeah. guys have started this and so we'll yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. no I, I'm, I'm i'm into it yeah um so. played against sports moved Oh, so, you know, they moved from their location, which was near the Hobby Lobby. Yeah. By Nelson Nelson. Yeah. South. Yeah. Which is kind of a dead zone for lack of a better word. No, it sucks. (laughs) It's terrible. I, I, what I'll say is like, I, I go to close to there. I go to the, the flower bin. Yeah. Um, that's as close or as much as I, I go in there, but it, it's terrible because getting in and out of Nelson, particularly if you, if you have to cross the flow of traffic is abysmal and, I'll I'll go out of my way for that, but like played against sports, and I know that there's like brewing places, and there's like a, a pot shop I think on like Nelson and um, Hover there. Yeah, and it it's like what are you gonna? It's so hard to get in and out of there. Um, so there's like there needs to be access from the back or some other design because it's I I don't begrudge anybody who wants to pick up cheap real estate and start a a place of business, but. I avoid going in there just because it's so difficult to get across oh, yeah. traffic on Nelson. Nelson's yeah. so busy. I mean, there's a great bakery there, you know, Momo, La Momo Maze on yep. Hover, and there's a couple of other things over there. But yeah, that center is so difficult to get into. Get in and yeah, out of. and probably 20 years ago, you know, it wasn't so bad, but 
Uh, Nelson is, I mean, it's a major throughput. That, that road is crazy. And it's yeah. basically a little drag strip for a lot of people. So it's Absolutely. it's not easy to get through there. So that's tough. Oh, um, I'm bearing the lead. Everybody's probably yelling right now going, tell us where Play It Against Sports is. Eric, come on, dummies, let's go. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's off of Hover. It is near like recycled records and also oh, yeah. the Caprici Trattatori, I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. That is the Italian restaurant yep. in that center, which also has Elevations Credit Union and Starbucks. So yeah, it's so right in that at center. The, yeah. yeah, the south side of Hover on the yep. west side. West side. Yep. Yep. So I think a much better, I would guess, location yeah. for them. Uh, at least I don't love going in and out of there. there. Yeah. yeah, I don't love going in and out of there either, but it's so much easier. I do go to stuff yeah. over there, King Supers and the 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 credit union and whatever. That that it's totally doable. That one, I don't know. I don't know what they should put on that corner of, of Hover and, and Nelson, but I it feels like a lot of stuff has been in there since I've lived here. Yeah. And nothing's really yeah. survived. I think it's really yeah. a, a traffic issue. Uh as a, it looks like also the supply chain in in the world in Longmont still um sucks. It just like, um, <laughs> you have you have deep experience with this or what? Well, what no, I was reading talking about the the Daily Camera put out a piece talking about how um, aluminum cans there's still there's still a shortage there's still a, I mean and it's not just like hey um, it is aluminum cans or you know it's like in every industry there's something it's so left hand was saying that. Rosalie's was struggling to get beer and it left hand couldn't deliver beer because they don't have any workers to drive the beer over. And so like, um, Eric, the, the owner of Eric Wallace. Yeah. Yeah. His son worked at Rosalie's or owns part of, I don't know, but they, they talked and they said, we can drive some beer over to you. We get you kegs for the week and we just set up. But then also the left hand, um, new beer garden is struggling to get built because they like ran out of stain for the, 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 um, the, the fences. It's yeah. just like we we it's just we ran out of we can't get anymore. And that's that's the case for a lot of different um a lot of different things. They're saying that smaller businesses, of which you know, I think we're fairly well blessed mm-hmm, in long run, mm-hmm. um, are struggling because if you have a home builder like the some of the local ones, they can't keep up with the really big ones because they can just say, We want to buy a, a year's worth of air conditioners. Like just we want enough that we're not gonna and they don't need it because like if they would a lot of times if people wouldn't do that then there wouldn't be as much of an issue, but because that's what people do. Uh, so then you have home builders struggling to get, you know, an air conditioner or ductwork or lumber as it is now, even though prices are coming down. Um, and so everything is just slowed down and we, we bought some windows and they're, they're still supposed to come. Uh, usually lead time was, I can't even remember, um, four weeks and it was, eight or it was eight and it's supposed to be 12 yeah, and you can't crazy. get anything. And it was the same <clears> when we had a water heater that we needed and it was just like, you know, get there when it gets there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Um, and then I, what I know is that two uh, car makers had started, they, they said, Oh geez, we're not going to have many orders throughout the pandemic. We're, we're not going to need that. But people were still buying cars more than they expected and things started to ease. And then they had a backlog and they needed to make more, but they had canceled all their computer chip orders, which is where a lot of the computer chip issues and not being able to buy a car right now comes from. But then what happened is the TV manufacturer said, you know, we're going to see more production because there's a pandemic and people are going to blow their money on nice TVs. Yeah, yeah. And I bought, we bought ours like right at the beginning of the pandemic. And so they said, we're not going to be stuck Waiting, I can't remember if it was a twelve cent or a twelve dollar part. They said we're not going to be held up selling a thousand dollar TV, a five thousand dollar TV because of this tiny little part. So they they scooped a bunch up and they got their name in the queue, and now the the automakers are far behind. And so 
a lot of this stuff seems to be where you're at in the queue and how big you are, how much of a presence you have. And so a lot of um, local businesses, a lot of long run businesses, um, a lot of small businesses wind up having issues with yeah. the supply side of things. So, um, you know, to, to put a point to this, if you are... <laughs> Yeah, we're searching for one. Yeah. For, no, I've got one for <laughs> for a change. Here's the point: if you're going to work with somebody local, you want to work with somebody local. Know that, like, build that into your your time frame and your time. You know, your like the system that you're gonna you're gonna approach somebody with and the expectations. Or simply put, have. just be patient. Yeah. Be, well, be patient, yeah. but you know, know that if you want to keep what we have alive. Go to the local people and understand that they may not have as much reach and scope, yeah. and it's out of their hands. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, speaking of that beer garden, it looks pretty darn nice. <laughs> so, I don't know when the projection is for the left hand beer garden to open, but it looks pretty darn cool. Give us, paint us a picture, Azempa. No, it's uh, just saw what I know is what I saw either on the streets and also the pictures that they showed in the paper. So, you paint know, us a like, picture, Azempa. Yeah, you know, I can't because I don't really have a picture to say. But, you know, it's a nice space as a beer garden goes. It's nice, you know, landscaped and paths. And it's bordered by a beautiful fence that's partially stained, according to Brady. Yeah, so you are. I, I, yeah, I, I, assume I will you have to do it. more intel so I can give a very colorful description. I, I thought from the way that you were talking about it that no, you had seen it. Yeah. You know, you'd driven past it. I basically peered in the fence and went through the slats, but I've not done a lot of close-up right. study of it. So probably you, best to speak to Eric Wallace to have him on the show. You're a, you're a you're a born storyteller. I am. Um, I am. Uh, Listen, you gather you round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm warm yourself by the fire while I tell you a tale. Uh, yeah. So so maybe not that. Uh, but yeah, it's good to see that that stuff's coming along. People are looking to get out again, get vaccinated, go have a beer, go. Why not? You know, go enjoy it. So my final topic that I wanted to ask you about is I heard that. Disney released their big blockbuster, which was Jungle Cruise. So it's, you know, The Rock and a few, and Emily Blunt okay. in it, whatever. The thing that I found, that's not that exciting, but the exciting or the interesting part of it is the fact that they grossed $60 million over the weekend. And $60 million was in theaters and $30 million was at home. Yeah. So do you find that? I find it really fascinating to me. I wonder if we reached a tipping point where all of a sudden people will just say, you know, I don't I, need to go to a movie theater anymore. Uh, well... Yes or we no. will look back 10 years from now and go, do you remember we used to go to movie theaters? I think yes and no. I think if they can make, they can find a model where they can balance that. Um, I would be inclined to watch a new movie from home, particularly series that I've been watching. You know, I watch a bunch of Marvel ones or there's other stuff that I'm engaged in. I go, ah, the next one's coming out or I'm excited about this movie. I'll pay a premium to sit, you know, in my sweatpants and drink my own canned beverages as opposed to, to buying somebody else's at a markup. Um, cause I, I like that. Like that, that's enough for me most of the time, once every five years or so I, I managed to go to the theater. That's so to interrupt the a little bit. You don't care about the size of the screen. I'm guessing you don't have like a giant 80 foot screen or anything. No, I have 80 foot. My God. No, my house isn't 80 <laughs> feet wide. Um, no, I think we have a 55. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's big, but reasonable. It's big. Yeah. Yeah, but it's it's fine. And we I went out of my way to buy one that's like a decent TV and a really nice sound system because I, I place more value on that. Um, but it's enough for me. That's enough. I some of the big blockbustery stuff that's really showy, I like going to in the theater. That's fun. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing there's a cat in the window behind you. I love it. It's like looking in at you. It's like, oh, nice. the orange and white thing. Yeah. Hey Eric, what's going on in there? You want <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll say like 
the theater experience, I think I went to uh, the Marvel movie Endgame uh, recently, and that one was a lot of fun. It was really big. It was the culmination of a lot of different pieces. Eric is now letting the cat in, I guess. A uh, little window's open. Get my kitty, get in here. He says, come on. But uh, <laughs> Okay, I'm this, back. This is going to sit there and watch, you know, like, I don't actually want to come in. It's fine. But... <laughs> My my point was well, before you just walked away from. I know it's um, so nice. Just left getting it hanging. A, yeah. Getting a wireless thing is that I'll go for the big stuff that I think is like like I went to Endgame, Avengers Endgame because it was yeah. like sort of the culmination and it was big and worth seeing on the big screen. But otherwise, I don't I don't really go anywhere, so they're not going to miss any of my money. They could actually capture some more of my money by doing it at home. So in ten years, I think we'll still have theaters, though we might not have as many. We, they might just be in bigger cities where you can keep on showing stuff. You know, I'm really trying to figure out like what movie I would really want to see in a big screen, and it's becoming more and more limited, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, when no, I was and a I, kid, it was, you know, the, the screens that were around when I was a kid don't exist anymore. Oh, they that suck. Size of, that size of screen that we I mean, have. That we, my dad is enormous. a TV guy. And every couple few years, we'd buy. I'm talking about a movie theater. Sorry. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're going to go to a a movie theater, like, it was a bigger deal to go to the movies when I was a kid because the T. I mean, there was a tube TV and it was cathode rays and like bad colors and you know. And then a lot of times that was the only way to watch them for a long time. And so now it's not the case. If you can get it right away, you know, like watch it at home. Your your screen, your HD, your your TV, like it's going to be great at home. Back in the day, I mean, you're you're watching through a porthole. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, look at the world out there. It's I didn't so realize great. that you grew up in 1957. I have to check that well, out. I, I you grew I, up I in the 90s. A, you know, the TVs were o- actually okay back then. So yeah, I had a I had a black and white TV in my room when I was like tweeny <laughs> teenager, and I watched uh, the old episodes of Star Trek, like the original. <laughs> Gather like, around the radio. Yeah. Let me young, tell you, young people. Yeah. But it had so much <laughs> static that if you touch it, like yeah. um, yeah. you they would like it would like shock your arm and jolt it. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Um, and it sat there. It would glow after it was turned off. But what I'm saying is we've come a long way and it's it's progressed. But the theater experience has always been much better than the home experience. But they're sort of overlapping now where you can yeah. have a really good home experience. Um, and you don't have to spend a premium to get a, a good home experience. So the town where I grew up, 13,000 people. They've got an old theater. Like, Is it worth going there for me? No. Um, it's it's cold because they don't pay the heating bill or whatever. Um the screen quality is not great. You know, like, what do you want? They throw, it's like the cinema three or something. There's only three movies. And, um, but the one in town, big comfy seats, you know, you, you get a drink, you get your, 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 uh, laundry basket full of popcorn and you sit there and you, you have a nice time. But, um, I kind See, of, I, yeah, it's funny. I beg to differ. So for me, the idea of a movie, it, what I like about a movie is it's a communal experience. And if you divide people so much, like, you know, the Longmont theater. I mean, you know, it's nice, but again, I don't need to lay down in my movie theater. And I also want to oh, be yeah. a little closer to people. Cause I think it's an intimate experience together. That's yeah. what makes it unique. Like people yeah. are like gasping, you know, at the same time or might be freaking out or laughing or whatever. Yeah. But, I'll, but you know, as you're more separated, it's like, well, why don't I just sit at home and laugh? By myself? I'll, I'll yeah. say that barring a few movies, I'm not really the person to ask about theaters because my, my philosophy on watching movies and with most media is like, I'm going to let other people test this. And then if it's pretty good and people say in six months or like a year, it's like, oh, did you ever see? And I'm like, no, I didn't. Is it good? Yeah. Now with the, with the benefit of hindsight and without, without the benefit of like hype. Yeah. Do you think it's good? Yeah. Uh, and then if they say, "Oh yeah, I, I, I'm going to watch it again," then I'll watch it. Yeah. But mo- most stuff, I'm like, "Eh, I'll skip it. Who cares?" 
Yeah. No, it's cool. It's fine. All right. You got anything else? Or should no, we let our listeners this, go? This is no. way too long. There's been a yeah, lot no. of a lot of they're, diatribing tonight. Yeah. Um, yeah they're, so, uh, yeah. We're, they're kind I'm of exhausted. Sorry. They're exhausted you, right now. And they're just <laughs> going, what the heck is going on? Guys? Yeah. If you made it this far, thank you. Welcome to the end. That's right. <laughs> go make dinner. <laughs> hey, as always, we thank Andy Epler for our intro music. Um, find us on Amazon Music, wherever you find your pond content, and tell everybody about the podcast if you enjoy it. Even if you yeah. hate it, tell people yeah. about it. Let them know that we're here and we rant. And um, reach out to us at sidedishlongmont at gmail.com. If you, if you have suggestions or if you have ideas or you just want to beat up on us and tell us what we're Yeah, generally on. just whatever. No, I yeah. send, send a mail. Hey, guys, here, here I am. An email form. Thank you, Brady. (laughs) Good night, Gracie.